There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes. Hey, Mr. Polly G. Sir, how we are you? in the beautiful uh, South Bend, Indiana tonight. This yeah. is the uh, Blind Pig Confessions Warren edition. Oh yes, we, we, uh, do, we do. It, have, it is a North. It's it's an odd show. We get actually get our, our buddy Warren with us tonight. Warren, glad to have you. Hey guys, thanks for inviting me out. Thanks for he's, he's the occasional. Thanks, pig. You, you're invited every week. My, you just you just shun us most of the time. I don't shun. I just there are messages that don't get read. I'm sorry. the uh, The message thread of the blind pigs on Facebook is like 450 messages a week. I don't talk to members of my own family that much. That's yeah, good to have you anyway. We are at uh, LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern tonight, Polly. Sorry, I'm still working on the. I'm working on the sound. Yes, sir. We are. Uh, we've made the trip. We're. Uh, it's it's beautiful, man. It's it's an awesome place. It's three floors. I'm I'm, I'm sweating like a like a whore in church right now because I'm a fat guy, you know. But hey, I, and I didn't take the elevator. <laughs> you're lazy. The service you, you, elevator. You use the elevator because you're lazy. And uh, we we have some good friends with us tonight. Jerry Hooner, who's uh, regular on the show every now and then. Uh, Thanks, good to you. And uh, Darcy is with us tonight. Darcy. Hey. hey, Darcy. Hello. And the other Douglas. And, and, of course, the other Douglas. My brother's here with us. Ryan, He's, say hello. Yeah. He, <laughs> that was he, hello from Ryan for those of you who missed yeah. it. It's uh, the Carl right. Pilkington. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the GM of this great place, Mr. Casey. Okay, what's your last name? Dvorak is my last name. Casey Dvorak. Yes, sir. I had to reset all the I had to reset all the levels earlier because the music got a little loud. So I was, gotcha. re- I was retweaking. retweaking. I forgot to retweak uh, Casey's uh, microphone. You know, my fault. My bad. Uh, Casey, uh, you know, we, we appreciate being here. This is an awesome place, man. Uh, yeah, Warren was telling us to get, get in here because we had all this great craft beer in here. So uh, we're like, hell yeah. We saw you at the pool party and said, let's do it. And three weeks later, here we are. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm uh, I'm happy to have you guys out here. We've got a killer lineup on the night, too, so this is a good time to come. And this is a, uh, you know what, before we get too far into it, I want to brag for a minute that I read a book, all right? So I'm going to I'm gonna talk about it right now. Dr. Seuss? Just say, wait, hey, hang on a second. <laughs> We're in a very historical place as yeah. far as the blind pigs and everybody else and craft beer in general is concerned because the idea to barrel-age stouts happened in this exact room Absolutely. we're sitting in right now. That's yes. right. And uh, it's... Uh, it's the book is called Bourbon Barrel Bourbon Barrel Age Stouts and Selling Out, and it's uh, it's written by Josh Knoll, the uh, Chicago Tribune uh, beer writer, and he was telling the story. And I'm reading the book, and I'm like, okay, some of these places sound familiar. And then he says, LaSalle, and he puts LaSalle in there and says that this whole thing happened right here where we're sitting. Uh, Booker No from from uh, Jack Daniels was here mm-hmm. along with Greg Hall, the son of John Hall, who founded Goose Island, and they had a beer, cigar, and whiskey dinner. Uh, right where we're sitting, and those guys got a little shellacked and started trading ideas. And six days after that dinner, barrels from Jack Daniels showed up at Goose Island, and they made the very first round of Bourbon County Stout. That's beautiful. Awesome. Ah, I read a book, and it feels so good to be able to reference that. <laughs> Hang on a second. This might not happen my further, but the, my, the rest of my career, so I had to get it out of the way. I'd like to ask how many bathroom breaks it took you to get through that. <laughs> 17. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long 35 pages. <laughs> if you get a chance to read the book, it's, it's a great read, but also it tells you a lot about uh, how Budweiser has sort of tried to 
get into the craft beer game, and and, uh, and they just released what is it? It's the Budweiser Copper Black. Oh, I didn't that, see that. that yeah, they're trying Lager. some things. Yeah, yeah. Copper, so Copper Lager. Lager. They uh, they took Budweiser and they aged it in a vat with uh, Jim Beam staves, just the staves of the barrel. So mm-hmm. they didn't put Budweiser in the barrel. They took the staves and sunk them down in there, and it gets off a lot of oaky flavor. We've got it on tap, not on this floor, but on the uh, the first floor downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, if you read that book, you, you totally know why Budweiser wants to do stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and why, you know, as, as macro starts to shrink a little bit, mm-hmm. which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot, and craft yeah. beer continues to grow, right. they want to grab a piece of that, that emerging market. And also, yeah. the profit margins on craft beer versus macro are just two different beasts. Right. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm about to have a stroke. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> All that information just came careening out of me. All right, I'm going to shut up for a while. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. Sorry, Pat. Oh, no, that's fine. He's now the smartest of the pigs, I think. Ah. At this I read one book. I'm the king of the mountain. Take me down. That's, that's all it took. I read a book. It involved Dick and Jane doing a lot of walking and running, but I read it. How many bathroom so, breaks did that take you, Jerry? Hey, Ten. Yeah. I, I always read books just for the articles. Oh, wait, no. Well, Jerry's an old man, so the bathroom breaks with his prostate. It's actually him taking a leak, so, you know. He gets through a lot of books that way. Okay, so there's a lot of history in this place, right? I mean, not just, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a ton of history in LaSalle Grill. Yeah, so, I mean, it, so this is actually the, uh, it's the oldest commercial building in South Bend. Um, I'm not exactly sure what year it was built, but... The restaurant downstairs has been around for 25 years, and that's the longest of any standing restaurant in downtown. Um, and they've got a great history of fine dining and hardwood grilled steaks. Frankly, up here on this floor, this has been uh, a barrage of different things over the past couple decades. Uh, it was an advertising agency. It was it was a sporting goods store. At any time, was it a brothel? Uh, I don't know. we got to check that one out. I'm for the right sure. price, everything's a brothel. <laughs> that's right. I remember that not that long ago it was a cigar lounge. Yeah, so it was a cigar oh, really? lounge. Yeah, and actually, so the room we're in here, we're in the back room. So this was the uh, the humidor room, and like Warren was saying earlier, this is this is where Booker No and Greg Hall, like right. literally, at this location right here. So they uh, 2013 they tore out all the humidors and uh, installed some more draft lines and souped up the place. We got some nice handmade tables in here. Uh, these were done by a guy in town named Larry Pizer, and uh, he runs a, a table-making shop just down Colfax here, and uh, it's called Pizer Designs. All these are hand-cut tables, and so we kind of souped the place up, mm-hmm. brightened it up, and uh, threw open a craft beer bar. And, and where would the love from craft beer come? I mean, in South Bend, it's kind of we're, we're kind of a booming city, I think, for craft beer. They're popping up all over. Of course, you have Bare Hands, right, and Granger. And uh, do we? What, are there any locals? Oh on? yeah, there's Cooking You right around the corner. We've got South Bend Brew Works down the street, like from mm-hmm. a stone's throw from where we are. Fiddler's Hearth is across the street. They're right. a great craft beer bar. But this place, as far as like your selection, your rotation is, I'm really vying for like the title of the best beer bar in South Bend. Yeah. Well, and that's that's our goal. You know, Fiddler's has great beer on tap, and there's other places in the city. Tap House on the Edge has great beer on tap. But we're really uh, our goal is to always have the best beer in town and we've got a rotating system we only run 14 lines so that puts us behind a little bit but we want to have a selection so that no matter who you are when you come in here there's just going to be that knockout beer for you right. whether it's that barrel aged stout 
that over the top sour, that nice craft lager, you know, anything. We're gonna we're gonna have something for everybody. It's gonna be nice. And uh, we, I gotta talk about we, we started out, or Pat and I, and, and Ryan, we started out with the uh, Upland hops and uh, Upland down in our area, down in our, our neck of the woods in uh, Indy have uh, some incredible beer with that Hobson's I think was wonderful. Warren, did you try the Hobson's? Have you had it before? Uh, I've had it before. I had a little bit of Ryan's. It's kind of a refresher. It's great. Man, it's a, just a delicious beer. Absolutely delicious. I, yeah. I know Pat's, Pat's a huge sour guy, and I, you, you oh, had yeah. to love this one. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's actually – so I was I was getting a little – last couple uplands I'd had, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with them, but they just weren't hitting me. But this is beautiful. Yeah, it's just tasty beer. They're really, they're really like kind of leading the sour game at yeah. least like in the Midwest oh, yeah. now. Yeah. You know, and they're it's a total separate branch from what they're doing with their everyday product and their seasonals. The sours are just knockout. You know, they're out of this world, and they've got this whole wood shop down in Bloomington. They're doing them in, and we, you know, last two weeks ago I think we did a Upland Sour takeover. We had four of them on. All oh, right. I wish you guys could have had the other four. We had uh, Boysenberry, Luminary. Oh uh, yeah. Galaxy Grove, which that was a collab with uh, Cigar City. Down oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. So they took a they took one of their IPAs, a Galaxy Hopped IPA, and aged it on uh, guava and peach. Oh, and nice. So we had that on, and then Hobson. So Hobson's the last man standing. Damn. I see Cigar City doing collaborations now with. Oh, I mean, everybody. It seems like they're over yeah. the place. And I, and I, I, I think it's just kind of the spirit of the community, but also like. As far as a craft brewery goes, they're about, like, those guys in Three Floyds are about as big as you get. Yeah. You know, and, and still maintain your independence. So I think they're just branching out and just, you know, collaborating with whoever they can. But, man, their stuff is amazing. Yeah. And uh, and only recently, what, the last, what was it, two, three months ago, you can start getting, like, high lies available up here. And uh, there's, like, there's four different. Yeah, I've seen a few of them now up in the. Indiana, Michigan now. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's I don't know when when do they come into existence? You know when they started? It's they're one of the older ones I know in yeah, it's out of Florida, right? Yeah. So and they probably one of the older ones in Florida. But yeah, I'm starting to see them. I saw them in Michigan, seen them in Indiana, so uh, spreading their wings. But yeah, they're doing a lot of collabs with a lot of different breweries, which is cool. Yeah, are you case okay, so are you a craft beer guy? I mean, is that is oh, yeah. that where a lot of love comes? Are yeah, you, are, I'm you, a, are, I'm you, are you are you do you go out and are you bringing them in yourself, or do you have people helping you out to, to you know? So I'm the I'm the beer buyer mm-hmm. for the for the whole company. We've got a couple different divisions, and this this is kind of my primary area of responsibility up here. Uh, but yeah, I'm a huge beer nut. So I've you know I've been a bar manager, uh, a craft beer salesman. I've worked in a brewery. Uh, so this is the the beer up here. This is kind of the the focus for me, and right. uh, being able to have that as a landmark here in downtown is that's the focus you know have yeah. the craft beer destination and i'm right. just i love every minute of it now imagine <laughs> you have a lot of reps casey that come to you and say hey I, i'd like you to put this on can yeah. you get this on what are a couple of beers that you've immediately turned down because you thought this is going to be terrible for the bar so there was uh there was this one brewery that uh that came in and they had i won't name the brewery starts with a b ends with an Ooh, er can we guess can we guess starts can with a b ends with an <laughs> er go ahead i'll take oh, guess uh, 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 uh. <laughs> No, they had uh, they had a certain type of coupler on their keg, and they were determined that this is the right kind of coupler that you have to have on your keg. So that's all they had, and it's not the classic you know U.S. thank you that everybody else uses. Um, so I just didn't bring them in. I couldn't bring them in. The guys kept coming back. The beer was good, but uh, I just you can't do that. You know you got to change over all these lines. 
I'm down under a keg cooler with a wrench half the day. Just for you. Yeah, just yeah. for you. And <laughs> <laughs> why don't your guys come out with a wrench? Yeah. But no, uh, actually, I think they, they switched it up and they went to kind of standard oh. Cooperage since then. But Now, obviously, you know, you uh, there's a lot riding on your shoulders being the beer buyer for the entire company. And, you know, and for this upstairs at uh, LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern being your baby, how much does your personal taste come into this? Because if, if I were in your shoes, I'd be like, I want this, and I want... Right. Yeah, I, I'd be like uh, the, the kid from Caddyshack. I want a couple of those, three of those. <laughs> we'll get nothing and like it. But, you know, you've got to take into account what's going to sell, what's seasonal, what people yeah. want. How much How much of your own taste do you kind of let creep in a little bit? Like, you know, I wouldn't mind trying that. So I'll tell you, every Wednesday we do beer orders, and I, I order beer from over 10 different distributors, uh, that being just, you know, big distributors and breweries. And uh, every day it's like, God, I want that. I want that. And I want that. And I want that. And I want all of them. But I can only bring in eight kegs this week. You know, what do you what do? You do? So I, ha- I have the same like, problem. I go to the store. I only got so many shelves on my fridge. And then my outside fridge broke. God damn it. Yeah, I, know, I, I, do, do, right? I feel the I feel the pain of so, not being able to bring in all the beer. Like you've want. left <laughs> a lot of stuff at the grocery store. I've left a lot of stuff in the distributor's hands. It's like going to the Humane Society and be like, well, I can't take all these dogs home, so right. Well and then you gotta <laughs> yeah, but, be you but, gotta be sensible too. Yeah, but if you, know? you but if you leave the beer at the grocery store, they don't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is. Wait, they kill those dogs? Today's happy <laughs> thought. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey we're bringing we'll euthanasia to the uh, <laughs> awesome. I thought I was going to come up here and have a happy, uplifting podcast. Now nope. Sarah McLaughlin's going to start queuing up. In. I'm going like to feel bad. Talk to you all about PETA. Yeah, my yeah. heart's got space in it. Maybe I could bring home a dog. I don't know. <laughs> God, I'm a piece of crap. I'm sorry, I, mean, I interrupted Casey. No, I'm you're an ass. So <laughs> I, I guess I, you know, you, there's some stuff I bought that has has been really stupid purchases because it's just outlandishly expensive. Oh, yeah. But I think that there's a, there's a craving uh, for the customer. Yeah, you know, always. You can't just in. go by your taste because you have no. to think about the people who are coming in here and, you know. Absolutely. Which, unfortunately, so. too many people do. <laughs> no, no. There's, well, no, there's, no, I, no it's some of the places Think about the is. people that come in here. It's right. Some of the tap houses. Some, uh, some of them there is. They, I don't like that. I'm not going to. Well, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 it's, it's, they're not, their palate's not broad enough. Sure. And they just need to work on it. I don't. I don't think it's intentional on some of it, but yeah. it's. Oh yeah, I like this. But you need to. You, you gotta. You gotta shop that beer around a little yeah. bit. Some of the other palates around. Hey, what do you think? Because I know. I know a hundred people who don't like sours, and they'll right. they'll turn those away all day long. Right. So yeah. You know, and I think that there's there's a way to ease ease the drinker into a wider craft beer world. As a as a tap house. <coughs> I mean, it's different when you're a brewer and you're, you're bringing people in. They're, they're, they're coming there for that experience of, of the beer, but you're, it, it's a little bit different here because you you have people here. You get, you guys have cocktails and, and whiskey, and when you have craft beer drinkers coming in, how do you get that first experience for somebody who's not used to craft beer in a place like this? It's got to be completely different. Yeah, well, you know, I think a lot of it is uh, some of the craft breweries now are doing a really good job at doing some of the work for us. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of these craft breweries around shooting out lagers. Yeah. They're trying to steal all those Yingling and Bud right. Light drinkers. They're trying to get them into their brand. And that's really helped us because no matter what kind of establishment you want, you run, if it's a craft beer bar, you're still going to have people that, you know, they want something lighter. They want something they want something crisp and refreshing. They want that Bud Light Miller like Brewers like domestic right. taste. So when these craft craft breweries did that and they brought those in it made our job easier because now I, I can put something on tap that 
is artful and unique and is still light. Right. Yeah. And as far as you know, the people that, that wind up coming up to the third floor here at LaSalle and uh, and they and walk in, who's your typical customer? Are you getting a lot of people that are just here for the entertainment of Notre Dame and they're in the area, or is it you know craft beer drinkers are starting to seek this out as a destination? Like, and you can kind of cater to those you know snootier people like the the blind pigs. The blind pigs aren't we have, snooty. We have snoots. <laughs> I don't know that we're snooty. Right, we're, right. We're the non-snoots. We get, we get all kinds up here, um, and that's really uh, what makes it special is because all kinds can come in and partake in that one thing, that beer, that everybody can really join in on. And it, if somebody isn't up here for the beer, like you said, we've got the whiskey, we've got the cocktails, and it's a, it's a full circle thing, and don't have a specific demographic there's a lot of restaurants that are they're shooting for millennials or they're shooting right. for the lunch crowd you know we we appeal to everybody because we're in south bend and this is a small town you know we've got to get everybody on board with this and uh you know, that's that's a big part of what we're doing well and the fun thing is too you're on the third floor so it kind of feels like a little swanky like i don't know speakeasy clubhouse vibe yeah. like the last time i was right. here drinking yeah. uh notre dame's most winningest men's basketball coach in history mike bray was at the end of the bar just chilling just chilling and you're <laughs> having like, a beer i'm like yeah that's cool i, I do i do not <laughs> envy you for editing this one i'm hoping the music i can't tell the music's coming across but they got a good band but boy it, it does get loud and it is who is playing so. tonight uh, they're playing? called the Low Lives. The Low Lives. Yeah, they're they're a local perfect group. for the one exactly. the pigs are in town. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want anything. <laughs> did, did Darcy just get a giant bottle of alcohol? That's what I thought. I thought it's, that's not that's not vodka. That's the it? biggest glass for of your vodka own vodka, vodka here. <laughs> a little vodka for the woman. I thought we were partying. Damn! Oh, so, so, so of course we're There's talking about the live music, and this is something that goes on here. Is this an every weekend thing? Always live music, and yeah. So we're we do live music every Friday and Saturday. Um, we're, we did do more live music. We're kind of trimming back a little bit and going mm-hmm. for some smaller groups, uh, some more kind of acoustic acts, mm-hmm. and just kind of having a more palatable thing. So it's not uh, we've, we've got another bar down the street that really does big live music. So we've mm-hmm. definitely kind of countered what they're doing and go with the kind of smaller gotcha. acts. Yeah. And so uh, you, we talked about the whiskey a little bit, and, and is that another love of yours? And uh, do we have uh, some specialties out there for, yeah, for the whiskey know, and bourbon and scotch lovers? Absolutely. So we bring in, we, we've got over 125 whiskeys, not including scotches, which oh, we've got right. over 30 of. We got time. We got, we got, we got, yeah, we, yeah. We got time. I just found out Warren's <laughs> not getting home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting home, but my Uber uh, passenger rating is going down. <laughs> well, You're not banned from Uber yet? No. <laughs> you have to switch to hey, Lyft? <laughs> if you got a one and a half star, they'll still pick you up, dude. <laughs> We're on beer now, but I think maybe after the break we can get some of these whiskeys out Absolutely. here to try too. Yeah. Do the pigs like whiskey? Uh, oh, you, what, yes. Really? Is the Pope religious? <laughs> really, yeah. Well, let's talk about the beers you guys. The are quiet right one because, does. Uh, you guys have started mowing through uh, the first in a. In Brendan a already did yeah. one of them. Sorry. Yeah. I, well, I was thirsty. Is this? Uh, I'm and it was this uh, is bare hands. Yeah, it's it's bare hands. It's one of the city's favorites. I mean, uh, we all love bare hands. I think uh, I know Warren. You're a huge uh, bare hands. Lover. Yeah, and you know the last two years they've really stepped up their beer game. Like their releases. Yeah. I mean, from their uh, they have a series of IP of uh, like New England IPAs they named after like some of their, fu- their regular customers. But from that to their milkshake series and their a ton load series, but uh, this is the Double Tie, which was a limited one-day release. They do it one day a year. It's kind of like a Dark Lordy type release where you got to buy a ticket. Right. And this year, the I think the top tier ticket was 160 bucks, which you think... Oh, really? Well, you think is a lot. You think that's a lot, but you get... Uh, it's like eight or ten 
16-ounce cans of double Thai PA. Oh. But then you get, I think, 12 more 16-ounce cans of each of their variants. You get Oh, wow. So you walk out of there with well, a flat, with a flat of 16-ounce cans. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the variants this year, there was, uh, there was double Thai milkshake. I know Darcy was big on a, uh, they did a coconut stout. You know, I think it was a coconut IPA, right? A coconut IPA? Yeah. Was, really? It was a, yeah, right. called a coconut mango. That was it. There was a peanut oh, wow. IPA. They but did, it was but delicious. Walk over the top, but this is, so you're about to drink, this is a one day only release. Yeah. Well, how did you yeah. get it? We're uh, we're really nice, <laughs> <laughs> but but you guys obviously got a keg of it. How come I don't get? If I get my you're one not you're pass, not nice. I want enough. a keg. <laughs> we've been doing business with bare hands yeah, since yeah. since we threw up shop here. So uh, you know we've got to we've got to focus on yeah. the place. I haven't had any of their nipas. I have not had any. I, of that's their what I was gonna say. I didn't even know they were doing any nipas. Oh, dude, that's it, their that, best stuff. Yeah, it's it's really? the best shit. Yeah. Like for real. Like it's amazing. And huh. they. They've got, um, they have like milkshake ones. They have like fruity ones, and it's it's awesome. You have a microphone there, don't you? Yeah, come on. Sorry, I was. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Ru- the milkshake we had. It was the strawberry rhubarb, they, right? Yeah, they did a rhubarb. Oh, strawberry rhubarb. Strawberry rhubarb mm. milkshake IPA. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with no. It whacked you though, because you couldn't taste uh, that. It was like 10, 12 percent. You, you poured into the glass, and it was like it was like a purple pinkish hue. It was. Uh, it was I just, I'm not big on rhubarb. On I'm just not. I'm never, uh, never been big on rhubarb. Oh, you're crazy. I am, but it has nothing to do with the fact that I don't like rhubarb. I, I, Bare Hands is kind of, to me, one of those... <laughs> well, hidden. you know what? Maybe one day they'll come out with a carrots and horse crap IPA that you can get into. <laughs> God! This picky dude! I said good day. <laughs> I think yes. Bare Hands is kind of one of those hidden gems of, of the Midwest that people don't really know. Outside of... Everybody knows Bare Hands in this area, but... Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't, you know... You don't see them that well, you know, down in India, or, you know, people don't know, and it, but they're going to more festivals and stuff, but it's, they're really a fantastic brewery and, and making some better and better beer. I think every year they come out with better stuff. And one of the and, fun and things about like being... Like I said, I didn't know that you were doing Nipahs. And that's one well. of the fun yeah. things about being here, and I know this, it's probably the same in a lot of areas, but, like, we're, we're here smacking, like, the uh, northern Indiana, southwest Michigan area, but breweries like Bare Hands and Greenbush and Tapestry, they're great little... Burnham. But they also they distribute, so like you can walk into your local bottle shop right. and pick up any one of those things you want. So it's it's a lot. I mean, they don't go you know multi-state all over the place. Right. But yeah. right. anywhere you want to go in town, you can just you can pick up their stuff, which is great. Evil Check's yeah. the same way, where you yeah. can walk into any Belmont and there yeah. there's some Evil Check. And there's for still you. a lot of those like that that aren't going very far out. Like you know, even in other states, like take New Glarus. New Glarus. Oh, you can only get it in Wisconsin. Yep. And they have literally no plans. I read I read an article the other day. It was like, we're not going anywhere. We're not, we're not distributing. This is what we do. Uh, you know yeah, where we and stay. They're, and they're fine. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but, you, know, I mean, but you remember what happened in Michigan to shorts, though? How they, uh, yeah. everything they I don't ever, know. No. Their, everything they ever produced, it was made in Michigan, for Michigan. We're going right. to stay in Michigan. Right. And then one day, they're like, ah. <laughs> Maybe we'll sell in Indiana. Well, no, and, and I understand that they but, might, but right, you know, but there. Are, uh, what I meant is that microcosm of, yeah, of yeah, some yeah, of your yeah. local ones. You can get them in a ga- You can get them at the gas station. You can get them at the liquor store. You know, it's it's everywhere, and that's great to have because they're really good. We went to Lacrosse, Wisconsin, a couple of years back. Uh, my wife and I for a wedding, and it's funny, New Glarus. So it's the state beer. It's everywhere. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You go into the dump. Like we went into one of the dumpiest bars I maybe have ever been in my life. They have three different kinds of new Glarus on tap. Oh, yeah. It's not like you walk in here and they're like, you know, Millet, Coors, what <laughs> No, it was new Glarus, new Glarus and Bush Light. Yeah, they had the Spotted Cow. There were, there were two other new Glarus. And you're like, yeah. 
All right, I can survive. I can. <laughs> I'll eat your terrible popcorn. It's been there for three days. I can, I can get by. So it, it's a lot of fun. But it, it's also fun to be in an area where we have so many of those breweries that are kind of like yeah. overlapping a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you like the hand motion I did right there? That was over, great. Over yeah, on the radio. Okay, so we're going to try the next one here. What, what is it? What's, what's, what's the next one you got? A black, black note. note. Black note. Uh, do you? Well, hold on. Must, hold on. Should we switch? There's uh, something next to it. We shouldn't go dark because we got oh. another light one there. Yeah, let's go the other light one. Uh, They're all wrecking your palate. We're anyway, playing so. beer checkers, by the way. Checker? You think King. King. So King what, what do you got here, then? You've got uh, Bell's Oracle. Yeah? Oh, the Oracle. We just came off of uh, our Bell's event last week, so we've got some really good Bell's on right now. Oracle's their double IPA, and it's uh, a re-release. They did it, I think, maybe three, four years ago and haven't made it since, uh, so they, they busted it out this year in 2018, and it's uh, stellar. And actually, it's uh, if, you, if you do find it in bottles, and they do have it, uh, I think you can get it in six packs occasionally. Mm-hmm. It's high enough ABV, you can actually shelve it for a little bit and like hang on to it. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I, I think, think they like, advertise it, it as such, ten? too. It's a, let's see, let's look at the board here. What do we got, 10? 10. Ten. Ten's the winner. Huh? Yeah. And you said we couldn't start with a high ABV first. Casey, you <laughs> and if you run out of gas, you could also probably just dump it into your carburetor and just you know, get her to fire <laughs> over <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. It's not I bad. Like yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a, it's different. It's a little, it's a little chewy, a little, little thicker. Oh, it's yeah, it's got that's some for an IPA. There's, there's some mean, meat behind yeah, it. There's, it's, yeah, it's it's there's yeah, the it's got a it's a little heavy. Yeah, so I'm it's that sure kind why. of it's that. What's the, wrong with being a little heavy, oh, Pat? Well, because it's the ten. It's it's because it's gotten up to the mm-hmm. ten and. Well, you got to think. How do you get to ten percent? Well, no, but she has a. But actually, there are there are there are several, and I wish I could remember them right now, but it's been a long day. There are there are a lot of my that can get up to a ten, and they don't have the the, the mouthfeel still not so heavy. Doesn't have all that malt. No, but yet they still yeah. But they it's still hard. Are able to, it's hard. There's few of them. They get very but few. But when they do, it's usually oh, just it's beautiful. awesome because yeah. and it's so deceptive. That's really nice though. It's actually no, it's I still very nice. I would never there's, guess. There's no real bitter. Center. No, not there's no the, real bitterness. Never. This it's not overly sweet. It's no. not. It's not like a, a dogfish head. Not you know 120 right. or something right. like that. You know which is. It's just thick, too but there's no way I would think that was a timber center. Right. I think it's I needed. I think we let it sit too long. I needed. A, I would need a little colder. If I was gonna have yeah. a whole glass of that, I need. I need a whole pint of cold though. Super cold. Oh, man, we up. can. Uh, we can make that happen. Oh yeah. Of I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it must suck. You have to travel around and drink beer and. and Life's hard, man. You know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. That's what we say. Every, that's what we say every show. <laughs> Life's hard. We have to go around and. Talk about beer and drink more beer and, and it's talk different about though too stuff. when you're you know you're a brewery and, and and they do too they go around to, to try different beers I mean that's how they get inspiration but when sure. you're at a tap house you I mean you have to you have to keep going well, around you know, all that so I think my one of the biggest like kind of career transitions I had to deal with was was going from a, an on premise kind of tap house location that I was at and then going to a brewery where I got to really dive into the beer and the process of making it and really all the different ingredients and what makes what in a beer yeah but. I got stuck in a cone of I'm only drinking beer from this brewery that I'm at, you know, and it wasn't until I got back out it's of that. It's kind of hard thing. not to. Well, yeah, right. You know, yeah. I mean, it's and most of the time you're, it's uh, you're, you're free there. That's or where you're at. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but getting back out there and then widening the cone and being able to see the full spectrum after that, after having all that knowledge put in from the brewery is a, is a big, big plus. Do you have a, a favorite yourself or the Porter IPA? Do you have a, 
uh, you, do you have your so I've, I've always been an oh, IPA he, guy. He right. likes the weirdo German beer stuff, too. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, Only because it's uh, delicious. You know, I'll tell you. Okay, so we did. We were talking about maybe some splurge beer items that we would purchase, right? And I, uh, I, I picked up three kegs from this very small distributor out of, uh, out of Jefferson, Indiana. Um, and they're ordering beer from Shelton Brothers, which is an importer. And they're importing beer from Norway and Spain. Uh, I've got this beer that is a, a port barrel-aged Oud Brun. And for those who don't know, that's a, an Oud Brun's a, it's sour, a, a Flemish sour style. Um, it's been aged in stainless steel vats for two years and port barrels for four years. And it's 9%. It's called Driftwood. It's from Nagnio. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't even know. Who cares? But you said whatever. Pork. It's, it's a port barrel <laughs> aged Oud Brun, and it's called Driftwood. It's, but you it, said it's it was 9%. in steel barrels. So it's in, they started off in stainless steel vats, and that's how they kind of cultivate the yeast. And then, yeah. they, okay. and then okay. they transferred over. There you go. The, okay. That's, the where you're, that's where you're confusing me. I'm like, what are you going to get out of the steel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got to start it all in steel. Oak steel. I'll try to slow down. Yeah, oak steel. I am slow. Don't yes. you, yeah, everybody knows that. So I, there's, I, a a, I think that's it's kind of interesting that you know, the other side oh, of the I ocean, they're yes. getting into this this yeah. craft beer movement too. You're seeing a lot more of that here. though. I mean, you're seeing a lot more across the ocean getting into the craft beer scene and and, and getting into American uh, hops and, and bringing them over and and doing. I mean, more look stuff. at Brewdog. Yeah, yeah. But, but you also, but like we've talked about, you also see. Some of the lo- some of the craft brewers getting back in and brewing proper German style beer. Doing tradi- right. well. exactly yeah. dovetail out of Chicago. Yeah, yep. yeah, just yeah. And, and doing good work, but and staying true to style. They know enough and are respectful enough to to take. It's not like they're they're you know they're going weird with the German style. They're trying to brew a good old classic style just right. here. And and yeah. and it's respect. It's still. I think it's still very respectful. Yeah, they're not doing right. a, a strawberry lactic acid puke brown Berliner Weiss. Yes. They're just making a. Right, right. They're making a Berliner or a heffy or something right. well, true no, to they're, style. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean there are some that are doing some extra Berliner Weisses. Well, and, and but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like they're not. There's not a uh, a strawberry rhubarb dunkel out there. <laughs> or, <you know. laughs> there, yes, there is. I'm sure are there sh- is. No, but well, uh, and, and one thing the Europeans are still like way, way ahead of us on is, and I'm a member of a, like a couple of beer trade groups on Facebook, is the Lambics, the mm-hmm. Gozas, the Sours. Oh, like, yes. Flanders. Over, like, anything they have in Europe is like, what? Heads and tails. It, it, tra- we think it our trades stuff for is insane good. money. We think our stuff is good. The, the Lambic, you know, any of the Flanders or the, the Bretts and the Sours and all that. But if you get some of their shit, you're just like, yeah, wow. This is, this. yeah, it's like buying yeah, a $200 bottle of scotch, well, you know? And, 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 like, and that's where I'm willing to hang it up and say my palate, is, as a craft beer enthusiast, is not anywhere near where it needs to be to try that, appreciate it, or even realize what it would be yeah. out of drinking. Oh, yeah. I'd just be like, that's pretty good, dude. There's some people doing some special stuff. Central State's doing some great Brett stuff. And, uh, I mean, I mean and, and there's people that are, well, one of our buddies there in uh, uh, back, uh, Backstep, backstep yeah. Jimmy is doing some, big, man, Jimmy him Morris. and Josh are doing some amazing stuff at Dunkel. I, 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 that's something you need to get up here because it's amazing. If you can get a back, the backstep brewing out of Crawfordsville. Oh, backstep from Crawfordsville? Yes. Yeah, just doing some amazing, amazing beers um, and traditional. And went up to the yeah. works, uh, workshop up in Trevor City and made some nice traditional stuff. But, yeah, backstep down Crawfordsville is a place that's doing just uh, Josh uh, hands off. I mean, he's just making this incredible beer. We already we, won, we were, already we won were some awards. And they're barely uh, open. They yeah. were barely open. 
Yeah, so, yeah, he's doing good stuff. Very cool place, great people, and uh, making some great beers and, and some but great traditional beers. We have lots of friends like beers, that. I mean, New Moon Town. We got yeah. you know, we got yeah. Burnham. Does you know? I think you guys keep some cool. Burnham on, right? Yeah, it's nearby, they're, they're so. pretty regular up here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we were actually the first. Uh, they the, the first two kegs they sold. One of them was to us, and one of them was to another location in, the, in Laporte or something like that. So we've been with them since the start, for sure. Yeah. All right, so All right what's the next beer? Yeah, this, try this, this next one. This is the Black Note. They, this is a really fun Bell's beer that they've been doing. Uh, they don't do it all the time. When you get your hands on it, though, it's just, it It harkens back to one of their uh, Larry Bell's first beer they, they release every once in a while called Neptune. And they use his, first, his original recipe for the first brew, like, beer he brewed. And it's, it's got like, like licorice. Oh, it's got like star anise licorice, and just a, yeah. a ton of different. Yeah. Like, but this is kind of based on that, and it's uh, it's their expedition stout. And Casey, fill me in. It's it's the expedition stout. It's done and with it's, what? And it's barrel aged. And they, I was reading some of the descriptive stuff they've got online, and they said it's a kind of a cross between expedition and the double cream stout. Mm. So it's got some cream notes to it too, and then you yeah, know, it's barrel aged to give it a good. You know, it's nice because it, it cuts the sweetness, so it's not it's yeah. not thick. But you get—I mean, it's—it's—I mean, it's a—it's a heavy beer, but it's not—it's not thick and syrupy, and you get the a little figgy. Yeah, you get a little fruit, a little figgy fruit flavor yeah. to it. Oh, I a lot of fig, licorice, and yeah, yeah. it's nice. And I this is one that when you have it on draft and you can pour it and let it open up a bit, yeah, it's going to take on a whole, yep. a whole different creamy profile than if you were to have drink it straight from a bottle. And at 11.2%, it's the heavyweight champion of the offerings here tonight. 11.2? Yeah, I think that's right. Drink yeah. up, Buttercup. Yeah. Take your shirt Let's off. Get three. <laughs> oh, it's coming off. <laughs> hey, Casey, we're looking gone. at the big board here <laughs> in the room that we're in, and it looked like... I don't even know how big that is. A 55-inch screen. I, but think, you got I think it's 60 or 70. Yeah, so it's very clear. And tell us a little bit about all the information is on that. Okay, so we do our uh, – we do we used to do the old – I'll take you back a little bit if you got a second, all right? So we used we to do – Back to the old school. We did a chalkboard, right? We had this gigantic chalkboard above the bar, and I would get my happy ass up a ladder every time we blew a keg, and we run six-barrel systems, so that's pretty often. So the middle of Saturday night, we're slam-packed busy, and I'm climbing my happy ass up a ladder and erasing shit from a board and writing new stuff on there. My handwriting sucks, and nobody <laughs> could read it. And so I'm a lefty. I kept erasing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we tore them down, right? We, we painted over the chalkboard, and we hung up a bunch of flat-screen TVs behind the bar. So we've got all of our draft lines appearing on those flat-screen TVs, and then we've yeah. got one in the back room, too, where we've got our draft as well. Also above the bar, there's we got the other screens show images of the food, of upcoming events, and then we've got the band, uh, the band listings on the other side. So it's worked as kind of a marketing thing, but also just a way Easy. to clearly get people. So here's, here's what we it did. It keeps the chalk off of all of Casey's shirts. That's right. My wife was doing an insane amount of laundry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you can't even do your own laundry. <laughs> uh, so we went with... Uh, a platform called Untapped, uh, which I think a lot of never heard of users what? have. Nobody knows of that. When we started this, my phone blew up with twelve toasts from Warren. So yes, yeah, uh, we're, we're just we're just happy Warren's not locked into Untapped right now. We don't know. We don't know. He might be. Give somebody get on. Somebody check right hey, now. Hey, hey, hey! Fuck you guys! It can't all be Pokemon <laughs> Go. All right. <laughs> Well, very few things great. I can do on my mobile phone. <laughs> no, I still like. I actually still like. But I understand the need to switch to some of these. But I do still. There, there are some places that can do the the chalk stuff, you know. And but I do find I like I like 
for the tap house, it's because you're rotating so much. It's yeah. just it's just an easier thing to do. Well, and it yeah. works out great for tap houses versus breweries because right. breweries, you may be having things that aren't going to be on on tap. Like uh, our friends at the Crooked U around the corner, I mean, they've got one-off small batch stuff right. that well, it's not going to wind up on tap. Yeah. But for these guys, it makes it easy. And yeah. also, you know, that, that it's – I can sit on my underwear on my couch and see what – Casey has on tap. Yeah. Right. You know, and you can't do that with a chalk drawing. Right. And and or like Beer Brewery, who got Sarah. She Sarah yeah. uh, Sarah down at Beer Brewery, she does some amazing artwork. If you haven't ever looked at Beer Brewery stuff on Facebook, she's she's gotten the news articles and stuff and all that. And she does great stuff. But she does like a one main piece of art and then all the, the just quick beer names here and there that can easily be erased and redone real fast. So right. but that works because they have what, eight Beers on right. tap, at and, she's an artist, so. and she is an artist, and she is an artist. I am and not. She's an a artist. resident Casey's artist. Casey's not, so. artist. not an artist. <laughs> Better with a keyboard than, yeah. than a piece of chalk. Casey's lucky if he can sign his own name. <laughs> I just like things I see on Reddit. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> oh, that was so a, all right, so so black was like the it. last one. What's the final installment in the uh, the flight these guys are trying? At least for this flight. So this the uh, the last beer we've got going is the Great Lakes 30th Anniversary Imperial Oyster Stout. Okay, I'm a little scared of this one. Clocking in at 11. percent Nice. Oh, is there oyster in it? So that would be the welterweight. Straight. Out I don't know. Of, no, I don't know. My, I don't know my weight class. Believeland. Is there actual oyster in it? Scraped off a of, uh, freighter, oh. you know. And uh, those of you who haven't had great. I mean, I think everybody yeah, Great Lakes Gerald, is such an amazing uh, place, man. Uh, man, they make some fantastic beer. They make, I guess, a, they make I, a double IPA called Chill Wave that will blow your underpants off. So they're from down south, right? No. <laughs> no, is there is there like oyster juice? What is why is it called I, oyster they, juice? They, okay, so they claim so they chuck they shuck oysters into it. And it gives it a kind of salty briny taste. And you know what? It's funny. I can't remember. the. I, I awesome. had one earlier, and it wasn't from Great Lakes, but I, I've had an oyster stop before, yeah. and it, it uh, does have a weird salt water yeah, brine Yeah, it's salty. It, it's but a, it works. It works really well. There's a, wasn't there, there's a prankster? They make yeah. a, there's a North prank, Coast? Yeah. It's a North that Coast. Right. It's really good. It's it's heavy, but it's salty, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is good. Pat, not a fan? He's nope. allergic to no. shellfish. No. Oh. Where's my EpiPen? <laughs> it's in the, just, just for clarification, I like it, it is in the car. <laughs> I like that a lot, Casey. I like That's it. Good, good. I'm glad you like it. His EpiPen is 14 inches in flesh tone, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a topic for another podcast. I got your EpiPen. That's, right, right? That's how the doctor said I had to administer it. <laughs> His hands were very cold. Suppository, <laughs> orally, whatever you want, doesn't matter. <laughs> It's delicious. I wasn't sure why my allergist asked me to take my pants off, but whatever. Take this and beat yourself across the face with it. All right. <laughs> I don't have 14, but I can just keep giving it to you a lot of times. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it. Okay. Great yeah. Lakes got, I mean, they make amazing beer. We, no offense to Great Lakes. I did not like it. it it's was. different. It's de- it's definitely a different beer. It's like uh, somebody put, it's like somebody put Goza in my stout. You got Goza in my stout. You got your stout in my Goza. Rabble, rabble, rabble. I think think the way that in that one, the kind of saltiness from the the oyster works with some of the the sweet maltiness. It's just an interesting combination that you're not going to find out there in a lot of beers. And that's no, I had never had an oyster stout before this. I know I I used to sell one and it was called Porterhouse Oyster Stout. And I sold it to one account and they went through shit tons of it. But 
I had never had it, so this is the first one I had, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I like it. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, you know what? And uh, before we get too far into the podcast, we part of the second episode. I do want to say, Casey, is there anything as far as uh, as LaSalle Kitchen and Taverns concerned? You want to plug like social media? Are you guys have any special events coming up? Like, I've got I've got one thing for you. October twenty fifth, we're doing a music trivia night here. Okay, music it's trivia, nice. it's one hundred percent free to play. Can I come? Hell yeah, you can come. I'll save you a table. Oh, apparently he thinks you're fat. You need a whole table. Save you a bar stool. <laughs> you get the corner of the room. You know, I want to brag with my day job. I spin records, so I could probably do pretty all right. What's, <laughs> what's the prize? So what, what I'm doing is I'm collecting uh, a bunch of cool, uh, this is kind of pertinent, a lot of different tin beer signs. So one of the prize yeah. packages is going to be a package of maybe 10 tin beer signs. All right. Then all we're right. going to have a That's big awesome. first place prize. That has not to been not to be named yet, uh, and then another prize, the third place, will be a hundred dollar gift card. So first place prize will be a blind pig keychain and a cup. That's right. <laughs> well, we should leave we should we should leave them a few blind pig uh, things to hand out for for a few of those for, for those the, four for fifth place winners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're Here. all you're all winners for the first losers. Here's a sticker. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You've got a shirt from Pat that should have been laundered. <laughs> no, so, so October 25th, it's worth more like that's, this. A, that's our trivia night. It's, it's from 5 to 7 p.m., and uh, we're doing it for a charity. It's for a good cause. It's for uh, St. Margaret's House, helping women in oh, South Bend. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you can buy a mulligan for 20 bucks, and every mulligan you buy is going to go towards St. Margaret's House. So uh, that's that's the only thing that I want to plug. Okay, this might be this might be a lost in translation thing. How, what the hell? How, what the hell's a mulligan other than I know what a mulligan is if I'm playing golf or something. That, that same thing. What's a mulligan when you play golf? Um, I get to redo, but oh, wait. oh, there it is. Hi-yo. So you can answer, you can try to answer lead again. You to the water. Ah, I am retarded, aren't I? <laughs> hey, Casey. Speaking of plugs, uh, good friends of mine, Dave and Lori Kimmel, own the Homestead out in New Carlisle, and I believe you have an exclusive relationship with them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? What was that last word? Exclusive. There we go. All right. Hooner. Still a you're welcome. With that word. Freaking Hooner. Yeah. So we, uh, LaSalle has a, a catering division, and it's a, it's incredibly successful. We do high-end weddings, um, and one of our exclusive venues is the Homestead. It's a farm out in New Carlisle. It is a beautiful facility, big white barns, uh, gorgeous landscaping, tucked out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and these days, everybody wants to get married in a barn. I don't know why, but it's it's great. It's a it's a great venue, and the uh, the folks. It's a nice alternative awesome. to my basement. <laughs> I got married in Jerry's basement, and I'll tell you, it was not that good. <laughs> Way too many chains. I want my money back. I've done a lot of things in Jerry's basement, but it fed us, wasn't one of them. It was pizza yeah. rolls and hot pockets. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it puts the ring on the skin or it gets <laughs> the hose yeah, again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going, all the stuff you did involved like lotion in a basket. Right, right. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I was going to say, I, 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 I'm, I'm not shy, I'm not bashful, and I'm not, I'm not proud, but I've done a lot of things in Jerry's basement. I haven't gotten married yet. <laughs> And probably won't. As far as you know, that's probably the worst. Yeah, that's the last place we can get married in because it's it's yeah. As no. far as you know, you haven't. <laughs> that's you blacked out a few times. It's true. <laughs> the last time we were there, Jerry, I, I this was hilarious because uh, I was getting so mad, and I forgot that you hit Alexa. And I'm like, turn the fucking music down. <laughs> so, so <laughs> finally, at like four in the morning, Pat's like, just tell Alexa. <laughs> 
I couldn't sleep. I, I was like, the music's so loud. They were they were down, they were down in the basement <laughs> sleeping on our last visit because we we dre- sat we were there you know drinking heaters all night and playing uh, and playing euchre, and so they crashed downstairs and I literally go down at like four o'clock in the morning I'm like because I'm upstairs sleeping on the couch and I can still hear it I'm like well, yeah, how well, are you guys sleeping I'm well, they're the, like we can't because the music's so well, loud. Well when I'm we like, went to sleep it was like yeah rock it out. Yeah. But then, like two hours later, I was like, "I just want to sleep." Like, like, how do you turn the music down? <laughs> Tell Alexa to turn your freaking music down. Yeah. What were you guys listening? Meanwhile, to? in my bedroom, it, it was perfectly uh, silent. I think it was like soda pop classics and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, Jerry's all about the malt shop classics. Don't make me cry, Warren. I don't want to get emotional here. That's awesome. The first half hour, I was in love. I was like, hell yeah. Then it was like, but, oh, turn it off. But but also. <laughs> Big bopper, put me to sleep. But, but also, what he also could have done, too, because um, he was lazy or whatever, and literally took two steps. There was a giant knob on the stereo right up front that Again, that literally had that to would go. Have take, that w- I would have had to stand up and walk. To the yeah, the two steps from the yes. from the recliner, that and in Brendan's defense, those are really comfortable chairs. They are. They are. They are very comfortable. They are, they are sleepers. <laughs> I you guys, tell if you, you guys sleep in chairs with the music on, what the hell are you doing when you're awake? Like, <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does the music turn off same, and you lay down? Same thing. Dreaming of <laughs> sleeping in chairs. <laughs> yes. That's what we do. Casey, I'll just say, if you're ever in Jerry's basement, he offers you a heater. Just say, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Just, just, no, you just say, just one. Yeah. Right. Never right. Just oh, do yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Just one. Yeah, yeah, just one. That never works. Never, ever works. You can't smoke near one of his heaters. That's how potent they are. We'll turn you into a skin suit in the back room. Yeah. yeah. I do have to inform the fire department when I start serving. <laughs> and you always forget that Jerry's retired, so Jerry doesn't have anywhere to be the next, next morning. morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all like, of nah, us. Nah, nah, drink this. Trip with me. Take the trip. Do it. Uh, yeah, all the rest of us have to drive home or go somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's always a bad. It's always a rough time. Well, boys, we need to. Uh, we're gonna take a break and then uh, regroup, get some more beers, and uh, maybe a little, uh, maybe some bourbon. I'd hey, love we, to give you bourbon. We, we could finish. We could. Uh, we'll, we'll come back, do a little bit of bourbon segment for yeah. this show, and then close it out. Yeah. All right. Thank Cheers. That was beautiful. Tip top. All right. All right. Hey, this is Jim Boros from the Backstep Brewing Company in beautiful downtown Crawfordsville, and you are listening to Blind Pig Confessions. Hi, this is Kelly from 18th Street Brewery, and you are listening to Blind Pig Confessions. Hey. Uh, I don't know whatever we put in that break there, but we're back. And Brendan is a little preoccupied right now because he has like five, bo- four or five bottles of whiskey or bourbon or uh, something in some front of beautiful him. Beautiful bourbons in here, yeah. Is it, is it all bourbon? Wow. No, so we've got uh, we've got a we got two rise. We have one 24-year bourbon, and we've got a uh, a blended American style from uh, Journeyman called Kissing Cousins. Journeyman. So if we're gonna try these out, we should probably start with. Kissing cousins. I think that's going to be kind with of the, the with the kissing cousins. That's yeah. how I always do it. Uh, I tell you what. Oh, wait. <laughs> hey, hey. Se- second cousins are legal, right? Pat? Is, yes. Is that what you always say? I think, uh, I think first cousin. No, wait. <laughs> I guess I'll. Uh, and, I'll and tell me a fourteen-year-old that knows the difference. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, Journeyman Distillery. It's absolutely amazing place. I think everybody here has been there now, right? Yeah, I was actually just there last just, night. Yeah. Uh, Three Oaks, Michigan. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for the invite, Warren. 
Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> I, uh, it, it, you know what? I, new phone, who dis? <laughs> I was cheating on you with another podcast. You were. But, I know. Um, it happens. But no, the, but, uh, it, the, the booze they make there, because it, it is a distillery, it's all liquor, it's absolutely incredible, but it's also so strong. Well, oh. the place is so cool, but in, in the, 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 the liquor is so awesome. And they make some amazing cocktails, but the just the straight bourbon and their their liquor is amazing. <laughs> it really is. Oh, uh, yes. And I haven't had this. Did, did, did you do the kissing cousins uh, last night there? Uh, actually, no. Uh, the the uh, but did you have liquor? I had nothing but Manhattans <laughs> all oh, really? night. And it's funny because they uh, they serve these cherries in the Manhattans, and you can buy jars of them at Journeyman. So it was basically a heater. Uh, Pat, these yep. Were, these were the most like soaked in booze cherries I've ever had oh, in my life. Oh, I love But those. when you get to the bottom of the Manhattan, you you have when you're the. I need to get another drink just so I can get another cherry. Nice. And then, you I know, love those. Five or six of those go around. And you're think, like, well, whoops. Uh, like Cowboy he, was doing just the. He was buying just, just the cherries. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Cowboy so, has done that. Cowboy, yeah. he just buys the cherries. It's like he how does. much for just a glass of the cherries, please? Yeah. yeah. He's done that because he's been down there. I haven't been there yet, you know. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. He clearly has nieces and nephews that need to settle down. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do this journeyman thing. So So I'll, uh, you guys can try it out. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. I, honestly, I don't know too much, but I know it is their, their American bourbon, uh, which I'm assuming is like probably their featherbone bourbon. Aged in wine barrels from Dablon Winery, right. which is That's a Michigan winery. That's got a smooth winery. finish. A smooth finish. Yeah, finish in an ex-Dablon wine barrel. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, I, it's almost too smooth. <laughs> it really is. I, uh, Journeyman is amazing. I, 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 I don't think they get enough credit yet, anyway, for their young, young distillery. What, six years? It's not much more than that, Brandon. Uh, yeah, six or seven. Six years. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't want to like uh, you know crisscross pollinate and stuff, but they're actually doing a uh, an event on the twentieth of October called the Isla's Barrel Aged Brew Fest. Yeah, Ooh. and um, I'm going to be out there uh, with the radio station doing some stuff. But they what they do is they send their barrels that they make liquor in to all these different brewers, and they have one year to do whatever they want with them, and then they bring it all back for a big competition. And I think Greenbush is the returning champ from the first one, but mm. it's Greenbush. It's Crooked U. It's uh, Bare Hands is going to be there. They do oh, a, a half acre. Some people from Chicago. So it's it's a big deal. And then all the money that they raise that day goes to benefit uh, kids in northwest Indiana and southwest Michigan going to camp for a summer. But uh, it's That's cool. They they all do these one off exotic like nice. And it's I think it's seventy five bucks for a ticket. But you it's forty brewers. And the lowest one they have was like eight percent, and some of them were as high as eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so as I far as as far as your money's worth, you're like you're gonna get it, yeah. dude. Got, I think you and I and Ryan and uh, Jeremy nicely. Then we're like one of the either they were year one or year two. We we're going to Greenbush. Yeah, and there was and then we went to we're like oh there's a distillery over. No, well you guys actually did a you did a podcast 150 years ago there. Well, that was for their fourth anniversary, but we were there before that. That was before, the first time I was there. We were we were going to Greenbush Brewery, and we say hey, there's a distillery around the corner. They didn't know and any I, better back then, and and, and we couldn't. Uh, Jeremy was with us. Yeah, it seemed like it was. And was we couldn't believe. We're like, holy shit, this is amazing. And 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 I mean, the obviously the the the, the, the place is amazing. 
I would. I want to. I still want to go there in the winter time because I got that huge window that oh, looks that. Oh that, yeah. That, yeah. Like it's I, huge. I got, yeah. I could get stranded there for yeah all winter long and be happy. This has a great. The, the nose is peppery on this. That's great. Yeah. It's I, you know, it's it goes down smoother than I thought it would, but um, it's just because of the nose on this. So Casey, beer lover, bourbon lover too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, beer's my first love, but. Uh, I guess uh, bourbon and whiskey is my side chick, I, my, I suppose. My first love oh. is alcohol. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Just One keeps bourbon. Oh, that's, that's really nice. That's great. No, that's, that's beautiful. All right, uh, so I'm what's next? That from, uh, from the I winery. Think, uh, I think next, so we've got two ryes next. Ooh. And, uh, and we, have, we have a bourbon. But I, I think what I w- traditionally what you do is you put the rye last because they right. got that spicy heat to yeah. it. But I want to do the Angel's Envy rye next. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. And as far as ryes go, it's not like your traditional super spice rye, right? So this is uh, rye whiskey finished in Caribbean rum cast. And as a rye, sure, it's good. But as a just, just whiskey in a broader stroke, this is Awesome liquid, just awesome liquid. I, I've been hearing about it and I haven't it's, had it. More, I, I haven't had the Angel's yeah, Envy. Darcy's a big Angel's yeah. Envy fan. Oh, this, really? This, the, the Caribbean cast rum barrels, like this is amazing. Really? Well, I, I, thought, I thought you were favorites. down there waving it off. No, I was I, like, I saw you doing this. I'm like, that's <laughs> what I thought too. <laughs> I she was like, no moss, no moss. Exactly. I saw the same thing. This is not, this does not mean give it to me. Yeah. Well, I've got to so get my hand signals down. <laughs> Who makes An- Angel's Envy? Angel's Envy. It's just oh, Angel's that's what Envy. it is. Angel's Envy. Yeah. So they... Because uh, isn't there like a, like okay, a Jim so Beam? Who really makes Angel's, Angel's Envy? Envy crap that so the initial liquid is made at the largest distillery in the world in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Does everybody know, everybody know about that? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, yeah, down M- south. MPG, so... They uh, they make like 90% of the rye in right. the whole world, right? So they make the initial rye whiskey, and then Angel's Envy in Kentucky, they take it, and they age it in their Caribbean rum cast, and they give it their twist, and they make it their own that way. Just the nose alone, it's it's so caramely, and that's not even a word, but it's wonderful. It is now. <laughs> it like wasn't. <laughs> So you're you're a fan of the Angels Envy for you? Because Ryan, Ryan, I know you you like the rise, definitely, don't you? Yeah, I love the rise. Oh my, yeah, my it's thing. got that peppery stuff to it. We so were actually enjoying before we came on, before we uh, got oh, over here wow. to the show, um, and it smells like brown sugar. Uh, uh, we got to get you to try it here at some point. Uh, the Peat Monster. We were enjoying the Peat oh. Monster. Oh yeah. Have yeah. you had the Peat Monster? I, no, I haven't. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Delicious. That was the uh, the podcast at the Crooked U. We got yes, turned out of that. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, what's his name? What was his name? Alain. 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 Yeah. He goes, hang on a second, I'll be right back. And he ran across town to a liquor to store a liquor and came back. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, and we're still buying it. Try that. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are still buying it. Uh, maybe, maybe you can bring some in next time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, this is one man. The, the, the aroma on this is really, really nice. Holy crap! So you'll, we're trying the Angel's Envy now, and next we're gonna try the Whistle Pig, and they're both rise, but you're gonna taste the difference in kind of the the spice heat element. Why does this? I get I get a little bit of a, almost a port out of this. It's the brown sugar. It's, yeah. it's sweeter it's, and it yeah. smells like I want to put it on my pancakes. 
I haven't even well, tasted yeah, it yet. Yeah. You can yeah. do that. Well, and that's yeah. something that's fun because, because, like, usually you get a rye. It's got that, that harsh, like, the yeah. rye burn at right. the end. And this doesn't. It's no, cold. It's, it's, it's velvet, I get, dude. I get brown sugar it's and, yeah, wonderful. much, much smoother and beautiful. Oh, it's it's just odd. beautiful stuff. Yeah. I, I will put that on my pancakes. Chicken and waffles, here I come. Holy shit. That's beautiful. Let that sit out. Let you know. Let, let, let cook it up a little bit. Thicken it up. Put it on my pancakes. Beautiful. Yeah, that's that nice. is awesome. You like that, right? One more time. What yeah, was it? Like because it was really good. Bacon. It's, it's, got it's that Yeah, it's sweet. like, yeah, brown sugar, bacon. Exactly. Yeah. It's different. I wouldn't, I would not. Darcy, I, no way I would thought that was going to be that good. <laughs> it's really nice. It's amazing. It gives you that, like, mouth tingle. Yeah. When I saw the bottle, it looked really, especially when it said it was a rye and it was that, li- that light, I thought it was like, eh, this, this, that looks odd, but it's really complex and it's a great flavor. Oh, yeah. And Darcy, you've had the, like, the regular Angel's Envy, not the rye, right? Yeah, I've had, I've, they have a couple of variations. Oh, they do? But yeah, the rye is absolutely my favorite. It's, the rum barrels make all the difference. Like, it's so So good. here it's we really carry nice. their, uh, their That's rye. That's where you get all the sugar out of the yeah, uh, we rum carry barrel. Yeah, we carry the rye-aged and rum barrels. We carry the bourbon-aged and port barrels and the cast-strength barrel, which comes out at, I think, 56%. So oh, really? Yeah, it's a little bigger. Whoa. Jerry, you uh, a fan of the... Uh, you oh, look like I you love like the rye. It, uh, it? Your brother introduced me to it's rye very over, sp- at, yeah, over at Fiddler's Hearth, and... I love this stuff. It is just smooth, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nice. All right, I'm, so what's the uh, what's? I'm the pumped for that orphan barrel. Like it's so good. It smells like uh, like grape juice. It's yeah, so yeah. good. Oh, all right. So Casey, what one of the two left? We have we have orphan barrel. We have well. Whistle so pig. I, I want to end with the orphan barrel because I think that has the best story. But the whistle pig rye. I don't want to sell it short. The whistle I've pig had rye. The whistle pig rye. Have, it's, had that. That's the one that Ryan for the podcast, and it yeah. is great liquid too. Well, I've had that one. Uh, Jerry said uh, that was the rye that, that Ryan introduced him to was yeah. the Whistle Pig. So, yep. I know, yeah, it's, it's good, spectacular stuff. Just yeah. spectacular. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's my go-to rye. Thanks to Ryan. Damn you. <laughs> and while we're Pass doing this. Pass your glass there, so Brennan. We're, 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 we're getting kind of quiet because people are digging in because uh, Casey – not only is this uh, a, a great craft brew and, and uh, whiskey place, but you have some incredible food, right? And this Steak is, and this is oh, yeah. my favorite thing to eat in the entire city. What's that? It, it's uh, We're about to have the bacon steak. It's an appetizer bacon here. Bacon steak. Bacon steaks. It's an appetizer here at LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern, and it was uh, the top in the top 25 of ESPN's, what was it, Casey, best bar? Best college football foods in the United States. Oh, now, really? really quick, describe what you do, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're thinking, all right, bacon steak. It's super thick bacon, but what do you guys do to it? Okay, so we go through a we have we work through several purveyors around the city, but Jaworski's Meat Market is uh, nice. who we're getting this through. So we order in the pork belly. We get a whole pork belly. Uh, we smoke it, and then we cut it into strips that are a little thicker than an inch, maybe an inch and a quarter thick, uh, and then we we griddle it on the flat top. And then we toss it in the fryer for a few seconds before we pull it out, cut them in half, and serve them on the plate. And today we're serving them with a strawberry bourbon syrup on top. Oh, uh, later in the fall, we'll probably switch to something, maybe maybe some sort of uh, peppery maple syrup or something like that. But right now we're riding out the tail end of our uh, summer season, so we've got the strawberry bourbon on top. It's of horrible. That. Now, yeah. Pat, have you, you tried it? it oh, my oh, yeah. God. I'm on my second piece. It's, it's amazing. beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, my God. And when you have, when you sit at the bar here at LKT and you're having, 
couple of shots or whatever. Like, this is probably the perfect appetizer. I don't know what it is when you have a couple of beers or you have a couple of shots. It That thing plus the booze, it's just, it's perfect. Well, even it, that saltiness and the, and the, and the, that's, the smoke flavor comes out of there is so I, I have a big problem usually with, like, even my, my regular bacon. It's got to be crispy, crispy bacon. Can't stand floppy bacon at all. And I have I usually have a problem with, like, steak, like the, any, any kind of fat on a steak. I don't get steaks with any kind of fat on I I just get... It's a text. It's something to have to do with the texture, you know. While I'm chewing, you are a weird guy. I am, you know. but this, <laughs> I'm sitting here chewing, and it's freaking spectacular. And usually that would kind of make me go, but no, it's freaking awesome. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Thank you, thank you for ordering that. So what is this? Uh, what is this whiskey we're about to do right here? All right, so we've got a uh, whistle pig. I have two whiskeys in front of me. Sweet. One, one of them is Brendan's. That's Brandon. what's happening there. Screw Brendan there. I grew up on this when I was older. Uh. So this is a it's a it's a ten year straight rye whiskey, straight rye, uh, gonna have a lot of spice up front. Whistle picks out of Vermont. Uh, again, I think their their liquid is being purchased from MPG in Indiana, but that doesn't slight them. I mean, these new oh, new no. companies that start up they got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So. And they're, uh, they've actually released a new farm stock series, which, which we carry here. And it's a percentage of the stuff they're aging on their own farms in Vermont, a percentage of Canadian, and a percentage of Indiana rye. Yeah. So uh, I think the product that we're drinking here, somebody else might know better than me, but I think this is all Indiana rye here. And this has got a little more of the rye bite than I'm used That's, to. Yeah. But also it, it's tempered just a little bit where it's like it, you get that heat out of your nostrils after you've, you've finished. But you know what's beautiful on these one, This and the last one? The nose on these. Most nose on a rye is straight up pepper. It, you know, it's... it's but these, the, I keep getting the maple notes. I get, I get the syrup notes on mm-hmm. this one. Most ryes are really... It's all, pe- it's all about pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. But and... It just may be the ones I've tried before. You get more sweetness out of this. This yeah. is this is the nose on this is just sweet. Just yeah, you, I've you get a little it. bit of kind of a, a caramel, maybe a little bit of a butterscotch note in there. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's aged ten years is gonna really, really round out the end of it. And it's not gonna give you that heat on the back end. It's just gonna smooth it out really nicely. Hey, Brennan, pass that bowl of poutine around, brother. Oh yeah, and we've got poutine here too. See now. That's where you got me, because holy crap. You can't find, you know, it's hard to find good poutine around here. Sure. Anywhere. Well, you know, a lot of Not places, around here. A lot right of places here. are doing poutine. I'll, I'll tell you that. But uh, ours, I've, I'm, I'm a huge fan. So we do the house cut fries, uh, a nice savory ale gravy on top of it. We use that with whatever whatever lightest ale we have that's best for cooking on tap at the, at the time, so we can't really name it. But um, And then uh, big... Thick chunks of uh, tenderloin steak, cheese curds, and a fried egg on top. Do you have God a private man. room where I can go with my poutine? <laughs> <laughs> we don't condone that. Kind and a of relationship was started. <laughs> oh, there it is on Facebook. Patrick is in a relationship with poutine. All right. Somebody get some more eggs going. <laughs> right, right. Egg, and Here's the headline: Fat guy eats po- likes poutine. What do you know? <laughs> So oh, that's uh, beautiful. But as we get ready to start pouring this last sample of uh, of whiskey, tell us a little bit about this because this is the star of the show. Okay, so I know Darcy was very excited when the bottle got sat down. So again, I uh, in some ways uh, th- this is only my second love, but 
I'll say that this rhetoric here is, I think, the best bourbon I have ever had in my life. Um, and I'm only 28, so, I mean, there's plenty of more time to prove that wrong. But we've got a 24-year-aged bourbon here. This was... What? This was... Yeah, so this is almost as old as I am. This, uh... This is a product purchased from the old Stitzel Weller Distillery when it shut down in the 90s. Uh, and pretty much w what they had sold off was a bunch of whiskeys that were meant to be four and six and eight year whiskeys and bourbons that just sat and aged and matured and just got so many more complex notes to them. And so they were bought by somebody who sold them to somebody who sold them to somebody. And eventually it came out. So they've out just been sitting and sitting and sitting. Just sitting and getting older and getting just oh, wiser man. and getting more that sounds delicious. like me. Hey, that sounds just like me. No, it doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> now, Casey, correct me where I'm wrong, but you, so the art from barrels, you can get in different varieties, but they're all barrels purchased from Gone Under, sold different whiskey distilleries yes. from all over the country. Absolutely. And this, this one, the rhetoric was just from the... Stitzel Weller, but there's there's other ones they have shut down. They had uh, the Forged Oak series, uh, just from all sorts of distilleries that had shut down long ago, and they purchased their old liquid because, well, the company didn't do so hot. The liquid just, you know, well, and, appreciates and in value. As much as as we talk about you know the success of the craft industry and and distilleries, not everybody makes it. Right. So oh, you yeah. wonder sometimes, like, we, uh, we had a brewery here in South Bend, Four Horsemen Brewery. Ryan actually spent some time over there. and oh, Rest in peace. Yeah, their beers were they, were, they were decent, but they were, what, what was it, two years? Yeah, Ryan's like, fuck you, he's they like, were not good. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> were they around for three years, two years? I think they were only there for two years. Uh, it, they showed a lot of promise, but I, I, for whatever reason, the wheels fell off, and I was they had a hard time would, getting some consistency in their beer. Yeah, because they had good beers. I mean, they, they and they what did. I had heard, and somebody else may know better than me, but what I had heard is there was they had a, an infection in their brewery with with the yeast. Yeah, you could call it a yeast infection. Oh, but wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, and it, it, you know, it destroyed all of their product, and yeah. they had to start from scratch with the product and that's a huge cost to go over yeah awful well and, and their their beers were fun their location sucked ass it was in a uh, like a terrible part of town and you had to walk through the offices of a building to get to their brewery yeah by the cubicles eh? yeah yeah that, that was weird like to enforce light but man god damn that wanted them to succeed and but they they preceded south bend brew works they preceded crooked U. And you know they're, you know they've been gone what four or five years now, and and here we are. All right, let's pass this out. That's still it. Yeah, that'd be. A, I, I like this kind of. I, I would love to be able to find and run into some things. Those old those yeah, old they, distilleries where where shit just all of a sudden you got tucked away somewhere and yeah. no and no one knows about it. And all of a sudden it's a forty year old freaking uh, bourbon or scotch or something. But there was. And you're like. You know, and it just to, I would love to find one of those. Like people find cars, you it know, was, in there, a garage. There was somewhere. like a. I, we have to look this up. There was like an island somewhere where they were. They had a, a, a shit ton of. Uh, it was called Cuba. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and they had they had all this whiskey. People were no, there was, they were selling it as, as different names because people oh, were no just shit. buying it up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got, we had a good, like, I'll, I'll look this up. It was amazing. I mean, it was it was. Uh, 
thousands and thousands of um, bottles. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they were selling it as a, as their own shit. It had just been sitting there forever. Because it, it was sitting, yeah, it was stuff. It was sitting well, there forever. There was just a uh, this uh, like this last two weeks in uh, in Israel, archaeologists discovered a a uh, a brewery that was thirteen thousand years old, believed to be the very first spot. Right now, it's the it's the oldest place that they they can track that beer was fermented. Would have been a bit uh, would have been more of a, a mead though, or a, a mead. I don't know. They had like 16 mug club things hanging up on the wall, so I, I don't fucking know. But all we know, Pat, is it wasn't fresh. <laughs> no New England IPAs in that brewery. <laughs> all right, so let, uh, let's uh, let's take this in. Oh man, this is just this is beautiful liquid. I, I just want to hear what you guys think. So well, I'm li- I like the liquid, and and the band's actually doing a really across the hundred and. By Bobby Womack too. Holy crap, man! That was beautiful. Listen yes, to Bobby. Listen to Bobby Womack cover and freaking drinking bourbon and chatting the, with all my friends. The fun thing about this nose is like, okay, everyone knows when you say whiskey, what that invokes, the the, yeah. the smell. This is like a Cadillac Escalade version of that thing your brain remembers whiskey yes. being. You're like, I mean, it's rich. It's it's it's. I tell you what, you, I think you get more burn off the aroma than you do off the. This one's not got the sweet uh, nose the, like the Rise did. This yeah, one does it's, not, mm. it's got the whiskey nose that it should. But you're saying it's different. I haven't, I haven't tasted it yet. You're saying it's different going. Uh, it doesn't yeah, have the yeah, burn. The aroma and the and the, and the taste is completely different. All right, Darcy, what, you, do you, th- what you, do you think about this? Because you're you're a huge fan. You think this is I, the I uh, like that's the beautiful. Right. This is really nice. I think the the nose is unfair. Like yeah. it is unfair that yeah. a, a whiskey should smell that good. Yes. And then when you drink it, you're like, there it is. And there is a little bit of oh. that like top mouth burn. There is a burn. Yeah, absolutely. But, 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 but not enough. Ex- it isn't you, one of those like I'm gonna breathe real heavy. Like right. it's not like that. Do you expect a burn? You, there should be a burn of the whiskey, but but the aroma was incredible. But, but it shouldn't burn all the way down. I mean, this one doesn't burn. It doesn't burn all the way down to the no. chest or the gut. It just it's right well, there. Well, no, it's not a nasty, you know, exactly. Jack it's not Daniels rot burn. Yeah. It's not rot gut. <laughs> and now, now, yeah. now, Casey, because the, the the way you explain the orphan barrel thing works, every bottle or every every series of this we're gonna get's gonna be different, right? Yeah, absolutely. There is, uh, wow. There, there's so much flavor in this. There's a lot going on that, <laughs> in that bottle. But I mean, are are each are really are are they? So, so did they find? Did they at any point? Do we know if they at any point um, like found a few of the same barrel of something and did a you know at least try to blend it together to to to, to even it out you know so they get more out of one? You, you know, know I, what I mean, I couldn't say. Okay, I, couldn't I wasn't say sure exactly. if anybody knew. Okay. But, I, I mean, I, I will say that, like, oh, sorry about that. All right. So, this stuff is meant to probably be a four-year whiskey. Right. And this just shows you what happens when it's to the, something that could be in a well at your college right. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it ages for older than the college students drinking it, you know? I mean, it just, the, the complexity of it that comes out just from the simple ingredients is just beautiful you know going to our prohibition kind of roots i really kind of wonder sometimes how many because you know what they did that when they were brewing that kind of stuff or you know distilling that stuff out in the wilderness and and sometimes they had to scatter because the you know the feds or the the cops were coming in kind of like you see uh old wines or even stuff in rome and stuff and they find all this stuff buried down and there's an old wine bottle from ten thousand years ago or something 
I wonder how many of those bottles are still out there from the Prohibition era, just just like buried somewhere well, out and, in the Kentucky. Oh, yeah, you know, you know like, they're well, out there. The fun thing, like with, with that, is like with things like whiskey and you know in bourbon, it's going to get better. It's not like some hilljack at the antique show with I got a six pack of Billy beer, like right, exactly, right, and. It's but can it's you imagine? All over. Can you imagine? But you know you they're could, out there. Can you imagine if you could find some of those freaking caches of like leftover freaking, uh, you know, white lightning that's been sitting there aging for 40, 50 years? Oh, or think of the go, uh, you know, think of the, you go to the Caribbean and go to, to get it out. Go find hat. some uh, some navy rum buried out in some yeah. castaway island. Little, yeah, that would be so awesome just oh, to yeah, stumble on something like that. Jared, Jerry, just like best hitters ever. <laughs> 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 but no, I, I mean that would just be awesome to be able to just stumble on a little tiny cache of that. Oh yeah, and then just be doling out like thimblefuls of that shit because you would never for four I million. Would, I wouldn't tell each. anybody I found it. Right? No, but you, <laughs> but you might. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, or here, try this. What's that? Uh, I made it myself. <laughs> that would be awesome. I really wish. I always wanted to find that. Like the guys who go to garage sales and find some like piece of art that's all of a sudden worth like 10 million dollars you know or something yeah it would be so it would be so cool to just find something like that and just i love that, that uh what is that tv show where you see pat and mike wolf traveling around the country in a van for oh yeah, yeah. that's not <laughs> there right. he is the bearded charmer he's the bundler <laughs> oh here comes the bundler he's gonna get a deal <laughs> or, or what was it storage wars like yep a couple of years ago that guy was a dick. Yeah, it turns out in real life he was a huge dick. <laughs> but uh, Casey, we appreciate your hospitality, man. This, oh has, been, this has been yeah. a, uh, just a great pleasure. show. I want to say a tour de force. Dude. And I, I know he's that term because I got to be a part of the podcast today. It was a I, don't tour even de think force. That, I don't think that gives it justice. Hey, I think we need to raise a glass to Cowboy. You couldn't be here tonight. Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy. Hey, Cowboy. Hey. Salute. Hey. Cowboy. Salute. He's um, going to hate this. He is. He is going to be so <laughs> angry he missed this. He's working somewhere on an elevator. Ah, uh, yep. Love it. Yep. He, you have an elevator. We should have told him there's an elevator here. He could have He could have writ- wrote, written this off as a expense. I couldn't figure out the right uh, tense word uh, to use there. So. You got it. You got it. We, yeah, we looked for a name. We didn't see Otis on the elevator, but okay. know, so I don't know who, who, who made the elevator. But He might not we, be able to work on it if it's, it's not uh, Otis. It's a sketchy elevator. I'll be honest. Uh, I got to ask you, so the elevator that goes from the bottom floor here to the top floor, uh-huh. you walk in, Casey, and it says max capacity 400 pounds. Is, uh-huh. that, is that legit? I've taken two half barrels, two six barrels, and myself, which weighs about 200 pounds. And the thing goes. But I'll tell you what, for some reason on Tuesday mornings, it's trapped between the first and second floors for no goddamn reason. <laughs> <laughs> Warren, what that means is you and I cannot ride the elevator no, no. down tonight. Uh, Ryan and Brennan got on it, and I was like, uh, I'm going I'm I'm to wait and take the stairs. I'm good. Warren, Warren went out three flights before me and Ryan got up there. so <laughs> It's a slow elevator. <laughs> no, no, we got to thank LaSalle. We weren't sure if it was moving, but it, it moved. We got to thank LaSalle. Get yeah. Casey. Yeah. Wow. I mean, absolutely. The spread has been beautiful. The food is awesome. The the bourbon, the whiskey, everything's been awesome. The yeah, beer. And, and if you are traveling to South Bend for a Notre Dame game or, or for, for like a show at the Morris, this is a hidden gem in town. And yeah. uh, I had been here, I want to say, five years, six years before I got turned on to this place and there wasn't upstairs. You gotta kind of find a high like to get here. Well, there's three floors. But, there, there's actually a little bar on the first floor too that but, looks but, like a speakeasy. But that's what makes it fun because you get here, and you're like, 
not everybody knows about this. Like, I'm I'm somewhere I shouldn't be doing something I shouldn't be doing, and well, that's, Jerry, that's what makes it fun. Jerry said he was out front, but apparently he meant the other out front, which is out back. We of have the other uh, out front. we have two fronts here. <laughs> and I and to, to that point, Pat, I gotta tell you that Moore Civic Auditorium, where so many big events are held, is literally about yeah. I don't know twenty yards. Well, well, everything's, I, about 20 yards everything's about twenty Jerry's yards. Everything's about twenty. Jerry's just right used to it in the rear. Yeah. All right. Jerry likes it in the back. And scene. And, and there's the haters. Yep. He can really taste I'll the talk an- to you later, Brendan. <laughs> he can really taste the anise. I mean, uh. <laughs> oh, that's how no, we end this. Someone's sorry, it's Casey. It's incredible place. I mean, I, I think uh, it's not just the great crab well, beer and, 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 and especially you, of, of the bourbons. And I think, Casey, you can, you can speak to it's not just, uh, it's not an afterthought. You really. You're bringing in the breast. Proactive. The breast cat. Uh, the breast. Beer and the, the breast. breast, br- yeah. breast you bring in the breast. <laughs> but you're bringing the Are breast. Are you thinking about you're, your date tonight? I am. Well, oh, she's not here yet. You're bringing the titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's purposeful, 100. percent I mean, our our mission it's here not afterthought. is you're to have the best craft beer lineup in South Bend. Right. Right. Offer the best, not the most, but the best whiskeys right. that South Bend has right. to offer and put out fantastic cocktails every day. And that's our goal, yeah. and we've got this bomb-ass food to sell with yeah. it, you know? And music. Yeah. Music's good. The, the music is always well. The music's and great. We're, than one we're, involved in this, we're involved in this local art, too. You know, we've got an artist that comes in here and paints at so, least twice a month. Yeah, so we're we're probably gonna hang out. We might do a second show, so yeah. keep, keep an eye out if, uh, we, no, if we do a second be good. show. That should be great. Oh, I've, I've already I've already alerted security All about right. you guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Come here. If you don't like the first floor, go up to the second floor. If you don't like the second floor, go up to the third floor because I don't really know what happens on the second floor. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> but you've got all kinds of selection. Good food, good beer, good whiskey, yeah. good bourbon. Absolutely. Um, bartender staff is great. Staff has been awesome oh, staff tonight. Staff is amazing. Uh, you got a shuffleboard table back here. Um, and, you know, everything's good. Yep. So I think we're going to call it on this show. And uh, I'm going to keep drinking for a little while. But we'll see if we break out with another one. Let's do it. Cheers. Thanks again, Casey. You're welcome. My baby goes that night and the morning comes. Oh, she drinks gin and whiskey and she drinks Dago Red. Oh, she drinks gin and whiskey. Lord, she drinks Dago Red. Then comes home to me talking all out of her head. She's the kind of woman that make you want to cut her throat. She's the kind of woman that make you want to cut her throat. She's the kind of woman make you any man's go. But baby won't give me none I need loving But baby won't give me none 
Oh, that woman won't do nothing long as them gin mills run. All oh, that gin mill whiskey sure will wreck your life. <laughs> All that gin mill whiskey sure will wreck your life. <laughs> will run you crazy and make you want to kill your wife. Lord, this hard liquor sure is telling on me. Lord, this hard liquor sure is telling on me. It's got me going, but I just can't let it be. Thank you.